The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Alright everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm Talon Jenkins, joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Doing pretty good. I was uh, hot there on, on Tuesday and Wednesday, heading into the All-Star break. It was the only thing that could uh, cool me down, but we got some uh, Olympics to talk about. We got some All-Star stuff. We got mid-season stuff, so I'm excited to get going. Yeah, I'm bored as shit with no NHL going on. <laughs> I'm going through withdrawal. Um <laughs> But fortunately, yeah, there's some women's hockey going down with the totals of four and four and a half. So that's got to be exciting, right? Um, fortunately, the Russian women are coming through for me so far against the Swiss. Uh, but yeah, that that's all that's going on in my life right now. Well, these guys brought it up a little bit there. This is a special Olympic edition of the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Do you think we weren't going to do an Olympic edition? You think we're not betting on fucking women's hockey, Team Russia versus Team Switzerland in the Women's Olympics? Get your ass together. We're fucking betting, and we'll give you all the information we have. Uh, before we do get going, though, by all means, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be when it comes to football, basketball, college hoops, MMA, golf, hockey, of course, curling, all the Olympic sports. There's been tons of articles written out. Uh, that curling podcast is absolutely incredible. So by all means, go check out the curling podcast, and you can find that at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. And, of course... Shout out to all of our pals and friends in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, uh, especially the hockey group. God damn, it's been a blast the past couple of days, especially with all the Olympic buzz going on. Some good stuff in the golf channel as well. But uh, yeah, join the fucking Slack group. Pop into the hockey channel. Say hello. Say, oh yeah, you know, we heard the podcast. We're checking out the Slack group. And uh, I guarantee you'll stick around and have some fun. Do they have to say it with that Canadian accent like that? Or can they say it normally? <laughs> I've had a couple of beers. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, our Olympic coverage has been great. We got we got fucking snowboarding. We got some luge coming up. We got we got curling. We got freestyle skiing. So definitely check that out. We got we got our writers doing a great job. And uh, you know, I've been saying it. Make sure you subscribe and rate and review the Hockey Gambling Podcast. There may be some uh, giveaways coming up later this month. So keep an eye out for that. If you're not subscribed already, you can go to Apple is uh, sg.pn slash hockey. And for Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. Subscribe, leave a rating and review. I didn't even know we were doing giveaways. That's fucking sweet. Yeah, do the stuff. Do that. Get the cool information or the cool merch, whatever it may be. Stick around. Find out. Um, all right, boys. Let's uh, jump into some last week's Mortal Locks and discussions. Uh, more so on the Mortal Locks side here. Ryan, buddy. Ooh. You had yourself a hell of a week. Why don't you Ooh. kick us off? Oh, yeah, I did. I was I was so so close to that sweep. My uh, I'll start with the loss. My lock was the Tampa Bay Lightning, minus one and a half at minus 115 against the Sharks. They beat them, but it wasn't overtime, so that was a loss. Uh, my dog was the Capitals, plus 135 against the Penguins. I believe they won that in overtime or a shootout. I, f- I forget which one exactly, but they came through for me. Even without Ovechkin, Ovechkin and COVID protocol there. Or no, Ovechkin played that one, and then the next night he was out. But still got the job done. And then under six, Senators, Islanders, you know, two bad teams. Under six there was pretty easy. So 2-1, finally got a positive day there. Yeah, and my luck turned the other way around. Uh, it went 2-0-1, two wins and a push. My lock was the Winnipeg Jets, which was a terrible bet. Uh, Flyers are the much better team. The Jets were lucky to be in the game, to be honest, till the, <laughs> the very end when the Flyers took a late lead. Uh, my dog, though, I think I was on the right side in this one with the Kraken at plus 220. I got the puck line win there. But, uh, yeah, the Bruins, uh, they got it done 3-2. to two. Uh, in a total, I thought that this was a loss for sure. I think it was a, a four to two late in the second period, and there were no more goals scored. That was the under six in the Canucks Predators. So uh, I was looking at a, a minus four unit night, and then uh, I'll be content with a minus three, considering uh, <laughs> how that game was going. All right, for my lock there, I had the Florida Panthers money line against New York Rangers. Unfortunately, that didn't hit. Uh, Florida was up early, though. I think they were up 2-1 at one point, and then New, uh, New York just kind of showed up and uh, beat the wheels off them on the night of a back-to-back. Uh, for my dog, my dumbass picked Ottawa. Every time I bet Ottawa, <laughs> they shit the bed. But they did score first, and they scored early, I think, the first two minutes of the game. Uh, Nick Holden got one. I was I was pretty excited, boys. I was popping off a little bit the Slack group, and uh, sure enough, the Islanders went and scored four on answer and won that game 4-1. Uh, for my total, though, it did hit. Uh, Calgary-Dallas over 5.5. Um, yeah, it wasn't you know that incredible of a game, but we were lucky enough that it hit for me. It was a 4-3 Calgary win. Uh, Calgary ended up coming back in the third period, actually scoring three goals and then winning in overtime. So uh, at least we hit that one. You know, don't want to fucking get swept. Thank God we didn't. Uh, as far as units went, I lost 2.13. Ryan gained a 0.15, oh, yeah. and Joel lost three. So we're uh, we're slowly catching up here, buddy. Yeah, slow and steady here. You know, we gotta gotta take a one pot at a time here. Get pots right. deep, one shift at a time. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll uh, we talked about it. It is an Olympic preview show we're doing here. Um, obviously, the Women's Olympics, as far as hockey, uh, it has already kicked off. I think today is officially night two. Um, some cool information going on, but we're going to jump into it. Uh, we'll get her going right now. Uh, first thing we do want to say though, if you're checking this out and you're interested in like a woman's hockey preview from a gambling point of view, go to the sports gambling podcast network or network rather website, preview the work by uh, Casey Bryant. 
It's been some awesome stuff on there. You know, I was looking at it earlier today when I tried to make my picks in, and so far it's uh, it's looking pretty good. I don't know if you guys got the chance to check it out yet. Yeah, he's got some good info in there. That's that's my uh, go-to article to see if two teams are playing each other, what he said about each team to see which one kind of has a better chance. So definitely check that out for for the for the metal odds and also for just head-to-head odds. All right, and now looking up next here on the docket, it looks like Brianna Decker injury, boys. How do you think this is going to play out here? Yeah, it was a tough-looking injury. Um, she's not going to return for the for the Olympics. It was a uh, kind of a big loss for them. Last Olympics, she had three points in five games, which was tied for the third most on Team USA. It's a very defensive team there. So, I mean, we all know it's going to come down to Canada and USA. So, any hit that USA takes just kind of helps Canada's Canada's odds there. I think. Yeah, well, the Canadian smoke Switzerland twelve to one. So uh, we're off to a much better start than the US. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, any kind of uh, damage to the American team only helps us because nobody else is winning this thing. That's it. We, we should say, too, and you guys touched on it, like, uh, it's going to come down to Canada versus USA in the gold medal games officially. So if you're looking at, like, futures, you know, who to bet, who you like, you know, Canada or USA is probably the safest bet. Like, Team Sweden isn't going to upset anybody. You know, Finland's women program actually has uh, increased over the past couple of years. They're probably... I don't hate them as a as a bronze medal, so maybe if you can find a place that offers that, by all means, try Finland for bronze. Uh, just my opinion, though, you never know. Uh, Joel touched on it, though. Canada did beat up on Switzerland pretty bad the other night, 12-1. to 1. Uh, Guys, these Canada games, whenever they're playing, you know, a Japan, a China, a Switzerland, any team like that, look for the early puck lines before the game. It might be sitting at something high. It might be like 6.5, 7.5. You're thinking that's a lot. These women don't care. They're going to run up the score. They're just going to go out there and light the lamp. Yeah, goal differential is, is, is a thing here. I mean, it doesn't really matter that much because, as we said, it's going to be USA and Canada. And their game, they, they play on Monday night. That's probably going to determine the seeding for them. But, yeah, I mean, Finland is really the only team that has a chance. They're plus 1,400 to win gold. USA's and Canada are both minus odds. USA's minus 115. Canada's minus 105. So it's coming down to them. And, and yeah, you said it. Get get the early spreads and also look for some overs. You know, it's always fun to root for goals. We always root for goals in the late games. You know, these games are, are kicking out puck dropping 11, 11 o'clock Eastern, some 3 a.m. Eastern games. So if you're still up, up for them, you're not going to want to sit there and root, root for boring games. So over is always a good play in, in these, I think. Especially if the games are on Sunday, because what do we know about Sundays, gentlemen? There's goals There's- scored on Sundays. <laughs> well, who knows what in, in Beijing, right? Uh, the time zone difference freaks me. I don't know what day. Their is Sundays over there, are so. Mondays, bro. Yo. Oh. Shit, oh. you're right. <laughs> do, so, do the Beijing Sundays have a lot of goals, or, or do the American and Canadian? I've not done the math on this. Goals? I have. We got to get, get the conversion rate going. I've done the conversion, and what checks out is both. So, there's going to be goals <laughs> on Saturdays. There's going to be goals on Sundays because technically they're both fucking Sundays, baby. And that's all you need to know because you heard it here on the Sports or Hockey Gambling Podcast. There's fucking goals on Sundays. And if there's two Sundays in a week, baby, that's twice the goals. <laughs> all right, uh, moving down. <laughs> Do you got something? <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm looking at, uh, I'm trying to find odds for the next <laughs> women's games here. And DraftKings doesn't have any, so I went to FanDuel. They don't have the puck line out yet or the total, but it's Canada versus Finland. Canada is minus 4,000. Finland's plus 1260. <laughs> so that just shows like the disparity there between the two teams. And, like, you know I what the line was? 
You know what the line was between the Canada and Switzerland? The money line? Oh, what was it? Minus three hundred thirty-four thousand. <laughs> oh, if you take surprise, they even offered that. If you take them in regulation, it's only minus fifteen hundred there. So if you, oh, there's some value there. Bit more bang for your buck, eh? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, we'll move it down here. Well, we've talked about uh, the big lines and stuff. You might see, I don't know what you'll see in this one. It'll be interesting. On Monday, we do have USA versus Canada in a preliminary game. Uh, looks like the puck drop is at 11, 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. This is the game worth watching, guys. And this will be a good idea, too. It'll give you a good idea of who you might, you know, think might have the upper edge when it comes to that gold medal game we're talking about. Uh, I don't know, boys. What do you think happening in this game? Yeah, I have a galaxy brain thought here. Like, do do these teams just completely not show what they have in this game just so they can save it for the gold medal game? Like, do, do they just kind of, like, not run their, their best power play plays or do they just kind of play a different system or style on this one? Or do they go go balls to the wall and, and kind of just go all out with, like, okay, let's see what we have, let's see how we match up and what adjustments we have to make. So I guess that's something to kind of keep an eye out for, but it's I'm assuming they're going to kind of go all out and... Maybe the outcome of that game might change the the gold medal odds for these teams. So I would say if you are looking to bet them, bet them beforehand, especially if you think they're going to win the first game, because I think that could be the only possible thing that that changes the medal odds right now. I thought the Decker injury would kind of change things, but it's still the same as it was before the tournament. It's hockey, man. It's not fucking Sean McVay and Bill Belichick here. They're not uh, saving their best plays for the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, these two teams hate each other. They're gonna do whatever it takes to win. I mean, they've they've played each other a bunch in uh like these warm up games in the mm-hmm. past couple months. So that they're they're just they're always gonna try to beat the other. It's it's uh it'll be a nice little preview of the final, I guess. But uh yeah, no no uh, no early lean on that one because uh, it is a prelim game. So whatever team loses that game, maybe maybe they'll have a little extra fire for the final. But uh. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be like the same kind of game. I don't think that they're, uh, you know, resting a player or whatever, or, uh, hiding a secret weapon or what have you. And it is worth noting too, guys. Like these teams, they play each other a couple times a year in exhibition every year too, as well, just for shits, right? Like, you know, it's it's not so much as just like an Olympic team are getting together. They'll have you know a bunch of all stars from Canada meet up with a bunch of all stars for USA, and they'll do a best of seven series, and they'll tour the nation and do things like or tour the continent rather, and play like that. So these women are uh, are pretty used to seeing each other. The bad bloods there, which it is fun to watch, man. If you see a Canada USA women's game, it can get a little chippy out there, dude. So I know it's technically non contact hockey, but uh, it seems like when these two teams are at it, the refs kind of tend to turn a little bit of a blind eye. Now, that might not be the case with the, with the Olympic Committee. Obviously, they're pretty stuck in their ways. But regardless, it will be a good game we're checking out for sure. Yeah, if there's one game before the medal games you're going to watch, it's, it's going to be this one just to get the – it's going to be high, inten- high intensity. It'll be a preview of the gold medal, gold medal game. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of gold medal, as it currently stands, we'll jump into the odds here we have for Canada and USA. Uh, USA is currently sitting at minus 115 to win the gold, and Canada's sitting at minus 105. So USA has the slight edge in this one, eh? Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. 
Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses, including bet $5 to win $400 in free bets. Also, be sure to check out all of WinBet's build-your-own-bet boosted same-game parlays heading into the NFL Divisional Round weekend. Most boosts fall between 10 to 15% of the original price. There's great promos, odds, and payouts. They're all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Yeah, I mean, that that was on an American sports book, so maybe that's why, but I don't know what you guys can find up there. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly surprised it's not just minus 110 for each of them because at this point it's really a toss-up there. The two best two, two best teams, two really, like, only good teams. Like, I was thinking about it earlier, and it's like when you play NHL 22, like, against a computer, that's like them playing against everyone else. It's like you're just kind of not really paying attention. You're still going to win. still going to win by plenty of goals, and then – USA playing Canada is just like going online. You're playing a real, real opponent. You're going to go in there and just give it your all. So it's going to be, it's going to be those two. If you have a side, bet it before the game, unless you think maybe they'll lose, lose that game, the win gold. But I don't know if anyone can really predict that. Yeah, I, I honestly have had no idea. These teams are very evenly matched. So I would prefer to wait it out and see if there's any other injuries or how each team is playing during the tournament before betting them in the final. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's much value right now. At minus 115, minus 105, that implies it's 100% certainty that they're going to meet in the final because that's the standard minus 110 juice. So all the other long shots are just, uh, I don't know, they're fodder, I guess. I don't know why the uh, the books do that. But anyway, uh, yeah, at this point, there's no there's no purpose to betting this unless you think that Decker injury matters a lot more. And then, In which case, you have to bet Canada. I don't, I don't see the point in betting USA at this point, at least. Okay, well, you guys might be a bit hesitant. I'm sitting here saying Canada all the way. Let's fucking go red and white. These Canadian gals are going to be kicking ass and winning gold. I got faith in these women. Uh, USA, more like US lame. Let's go, Canada. Let's go, the Canucks. Now, the real question is, if you had to pick a bronze medal team, who are you leaning to here, gentlemen? I mean, it has to be Finland, right? They're like the only... They're plus fourteen hundred for the gold. Russia's plus thirty five hundred. I could see Russia coming out of it. They, they look pretty good tonight against Switzerland. I was watching that. They were putting some good pressure on. Maybe Russia there. I, don't, I can't find any any metal market odds besides the gold. But Finland or Russia there probably give me give me the value value with Russia. Yeah, I was leaning the same way. I mean, but I'm biased because I'm seeing my uh, minus one point five cash at the moment with the. <laughs> <laughs> the Russians against the Swiss, so that's all I got for these other teams. I barely know anything about the Canadian or, or the American teams, but uh, I know less about the other the other teams. Uh, women's hockey is still growing. It's it's dominated by North America, obviously. So yeah, it's a it's a crapshoot, I guess. Finland and Russia seem to be the only possible choices. They'll probably be the ones in the bronze medal game. So yeah, if you like the long shot, go with Russia. But uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Well, the Finnish program has definitely increased over the past couple of years. Uh, they've been making total strides. They've had a lot of help out from former you know, NHL players kind of helping out and stepping in with development, uh, player development, things of that nature. 
But I got to be honest, boys, if you're looking for a really long shot here, don't sleep on the Japanese program either. Hockey has been picking up in Japan more so from the women's side than it has in the men's side over the past 10 or so years. Now, will it be enough for them to take a bronze or even appear in the bronze medal game? I don't know. They probably had to edge out Russia for that uh, that fourth seed to get a chance to play in the bronze medal game, if you ask me. It's probably going to be Finland. I think Russia's a bit overrated, man, when it comes to women's hockey. They haven't had great performances, even over the past 25 years or so. You might find a little bit of a sleeper in Japan there. But yeah, Finland's definitely probably going to take uh, take the bronze medal. Uh, moving down here, do we know what's up with the taxi squad situation in uh, in these Olympic Games here or what? Yeah, so the, I mean, Joel mentioned earlier how how Russia was coming out of kind of coming out of quarantine. They had some COVID issues, and and Canada, I think, either had some COVID issues. There were talk about it, but Canada at least has four taxi players they brought to Beijing, according to a tweet from Alex Alex Azzi, NBC. Here, the U.S. women's team did not bring any taxi squad players. They've already seen an injury to Brianna Decker. If they have some some sort of COVID outbreak, if they have more injuries, I don't know what they'll be able to do to kind of. Ice a team there if, if there's an outbreak. So that could be something to kind of lean towards Canada's way there. They have the extra players if they need them, and, and U.S. really doesn't have that extra depth that may be needed in a long tournament. Chinese just scored a goal to take a 2-1 lead with 50 Let's seconds go. left. Let's go! I got money line, baby! Fuck nice. yeah! I, I, I bet on to go to overtime. Did you? Well, you got 50 yeah. seconds for the Danes to get a goal. Uh. Oh, that sucks for you then. It was a 1-1. One, one. <laughs> I, I, I had five bucks on it. It's okay. All right. Um, so you touched on it. Okay, would that not be... I know this year it's definitely a little bit different. I imagine there's some pretty strict COVID kind of laws or you know security things going on at the Olympics this year. So it's not as big of a party as it could be. But could you imagine being like on a taxi squad at the Olympics or like a third string goalie or an extra player any other year? What do you do? Oh, I'm the third string goalie for Canada. I just go and get absolutely fucking buckled in the Olympic Village the entire time. The guys play fucking the next day. Oh, it doesn't matter. I got Marty Brodeur and fucking Patrick Wall ahead of me. It doesn't matter. I'm not playing. I'm just going to get shit hammered in the fucking Olympic Village. That's a green light special, man. Could you imagine that? Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's just coming out. You have to just come out of nowhere and kind of play. But I am seeing an update here. Uh, on the day U.S. women departed, reserves were told to remain eligible and COVID-free so that if an injury should occur or someone tests positive for COVID while we were in Beijing, we could still possibly call you, call on you to fulfill our role. But, I mean, even with that, like, you have to fly to to China. You have to – I'm not sure what the quarantine rules there are for are for players coming in. And, like, you have the jet lag there. It's a completely different time zone. Like, that just seems – it seems like kind of like a half – a half caring about response there. They should have had someone extra at the very least. Very true. All right, gentlemen, well, I think that pretty much wraps up our uh, women's Olympic hockey preview here. Unless you guys got anything else you want to add? No, I guess that's oh, three to one. Three to one. So you, you get an empty you push your over, don't you, Ron? Oh, three to one. All right, I push my over. I'll take that. I'll take that. Oh, boy. All right, well, we'll jump into a, a little little small preview about the men's Olympic uh, hockey matchup we got here. Uh, the tournament itself starts on Wednesday, February the 9th. Looks like 3.40 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Wednesday. Don't know how that'll do for ratings, but either way, 
And uh, our Hockey Gambling Podcast very own Joel Meyer will have a nice preview coming out for that. Uh, be sure to go check it out at the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Joel, what can you tell us about that, bud? It's already out, bro. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, get with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I break down uh, about half the teams, the definitely the more relevant ones, Canada, the U.S., the Russians, the Finns, etc. Yeah, just a little blurb on each and uh, which team I think is going to win it, which is, uh, well, I could just say it now. I think the Finns have a good shot at a 4-1 to one or better. I personally got 5-1, to one, so I'm happy with that. Uh, the Finns are uh, they're an older team for sure. Uh, they're bringing back a lot of the same guys that played in the World Championship a few years ago. Um, they've also got uh, some uh, NHL guys like... Uh, well, Terry Filpula from the Lightning and uh, Leo Komarov from the Islanders. Flyers, too. Come on. Ah. <laughs> Sammy Vatnin from the Ducks and Devils, I think. Marcus Granlin and Old Canuck. Uh, so these are all older guys. They're playing in Europe. And uh, I think that this, 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 uh, the way the Finns play, they're, they're, uh, they're more structured. You know, they're slower, defensively minded, check hard. So this, this, this older lineup will work well for them, I think, and um, and uh, they they got some uh, some experience there, so I think that, that that that's good odds. I mean, Russia obviously the favorites for a good reason, but uh, at four to one, I think Finland can can uh, get to the final and uh, handle their own. Um, I also bet them to finish in top three at minus one thirty four. I think that's a good bet as well because I think that they do make the final, and if they don't, there's always a chance to win bronze in the penultimate game. Yeah, when the, when the news first broke about the uh, NHLers, not even first broke when there were kind of rumors and talking about it, I, I I thought about the idea of of just betting on Russia to win it. I think there were probably plus four hundred, plus five hundred. Then it's kind of shocking that they're only plus one fifty now because I mean they have probably their full team that they wanted to go. They're the KHL guys. They have those guys there. So at plus one fifty, I feel like that's probably good value for them. I I probably would even bet them down to like even money just based off. They've been playing together. They, they this is the team they wanted to send. But yeah, I mean, Finland looks good. They have the NHLers. You can't really count out Canada or USA. They've got some. Uh, they had got some young talent. They got some veterans in there as well. A good mix of teams. So, I mean, NHLers aren't going. We've talked about it. It's going to be disappointing. But it's going to be inter- interesting to see these kind of old has-beens is also these guys that really have never had a chance to try to shine on the Olympic stage. Yeah, it's it's like anything else, man. When one door closes, another one opens, right? So it's good to see some of these, you know, maybe lesser known, maybe guys a little bit past their prime getting a chance to represent their country. Uh, with that being said, I, I think it's just going to be an absolute fucking blow up by Russia here. You look at this lineup, guys, like Mikhail Gorganko, uh, Kirill Marchenko, Kirill Simsimov, uh, Vladim Shipachev, like, uh, Nikita, oh Nikita Nesterov, like, bro. I'm serious. Like some of these KHL my players, my Ukrainian Oma is rolling, is rolling in her grave. In my pronunciation, the way you're pronouncing those things. <laughs> well, I've I had a couple of beers when I came home from work, so it's not my fault. Blame it on the booze. But seriously though, like some of these guys are absolutely lights out for their KHL clubs, man. And especially when it comes down to goaltending too. Like Ivan Fedotov is actually nasty. I think Russia's just going to blow it out. Plus 150 should be a sure lock. Unfortunately, it's not, you know, the greatest money. Like, yeah, you know, if you feel like throwing down 100 bucks, sure, you can make some money on that too. But uh, if you did want to go for bang for your buck, I think Joel hit the uh, hit the nail right on the head here. Finland's got to be the way to go. 
What do you guys think about China? I think they suck. Yeah, but full of the <laughs> KHL. You know they're basically Quinlan Red Star. I know they don't they don't win a lot of games in the KHL, but you know what? They play together a lot more than any of these other teams, and uh, they at least know each other and they know their strengths and weaknesses. So you know, maybe not an upset or anything, but uh, at least you can bet them on the puck line, right? I think that the the bookies are not respecting them enough, given this fact that they are. Uh, you know, they're basically, a, they are a team. They're a club team just playing an international tournament with a bunch of, uh, you know, Canadians, Americans, Russians thrown <laughs> together under the Chinese logo. So, I don't know, man. The, the, the Chinese could, uh, they could be in some games. That, that's what I'm looking at anyway. They're 701 to win gold. Maybe maybe that's a little far. But uh, so far as covering covering a few spreads, I think China's a guy. Yeah, that's speaking a, of China, I th- they have a uh, they have Chris Jellos's son on the team there, and China is the uh, first opponent for Team USA Thursday, February tenth at eight ten a.m. Eastern. USA is minus two and a half. You can get China plus two and a half at plus one ten. I mean, if this is a team that's been playing together, they've been practicing. USA could could come out slow, could come out kind of groggy there, kind of trying to find some chemistry. So I mean, like like Joel said, maybe look for China on the puck line. I don't know if that's that's enough for you, but. I mean, plus two and a half in in an opening game at plus odds may not be bad. Yeah, they you, beat uh, uh, Siska Moscow, which is one of the better KHL teams. So if they can beat them, they can beat almost anyone in this tournament on a given day. That's it. I guess you can't count anybody else. Eh? And like you said, on the puck line too, like it's not a worse bet. It's not like it's going to be like a what a one and a half. It's probably going to be at like three and a half or two and a half or something like that. So. You never know, man. Experience does go a long way, and like you said, they uh, they have played together. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, Canada's first game is also Thursday morning at eight ten Eastern. They're playing Germany. Canada's minus one and a half, plus one twenty five. Germany's plus one and a half, minus one forty five. So, they're seeing a close game there. I mean, Canada's a much bigger favorite to win gold than Germany is. So, that could be a spot to maybe bet on Canada coming out of the gates. Yeah, good point, man. Well, uh, we will be having a a show we're probably aiming maybe around Monday or so where we'll definitely dive into some of these games a little bit heavier, especially with the lines kind of being set too. So by all means, keep posted for that whenever that does come out. But uh, yeah, there will be a, a lot of fun stuff to bet here, gentlemen, obviously overs and unders will be in play. Um, puck lines. I think that's going to be the safest bet. Yeah. Puck lines are always fun. There are never enough things to gamble on in the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry, and this Saturday they even have a $40,000 contest. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play. Race. Win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. 
the NFL playoffs are in full swing and prop swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50 100-1 Super Bowl ticket for $500 on prop swap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value. There's a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale. They have a loyalty rewards program that, re- that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And there's a first deposit, deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. So what are you waiting for? Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, boys. Well, uh, as of now, that kind of sums up our uh, our Olympic coverage that we do have. Like we said, we will have more coming out your way, so keep an eye out for it. Um, but we do have the Edithill All-Star break. Uh, we're currently in the midst of it right now. I don't know how excited you guys are for the All-Star break. Oh, I know Joel's pumped for it. I mean, it's it's a fun event for people that enjoy it. It's like if you dislike it, whatever. It's just a weekend off from, from actual hockey. It's, it is what it is. It's NHL can't really do too much to make it that much better. I feel like making it to three on three has improved it, but maybe if they made, made the ring smaller, had two games going at the same time, or add some sort of incentive to make people watch. Yeah, well, Vetchkin loves it so much, he'd rather get COVID instead of going. <laughs> very, very convenient timing for him. <laughs> I love that play. That's such a veteran move. Like, yo, we got to get me tested positive for COVID here. I can't go to this fucking game. <laughs> But they brought up a good point. Like, they tried to put it in Vegas this year. You think that might entice some people to go? You know, you can bring the entourage, party it up a little bit, but still no dice, eh? Um, As far as the games itself, we don't really have any lines for the actual game. I I don't think it's going to matter either way, but we do have a line for the fastest skater uh, contest here, boys. Uh, We'll run through that. We got Connor McDavid paying off plus 150, Dylan Larkin plus 550. Uh, Chris Kreider plus 950, Kyle Connor plus 1000, uh, Cal McCarr plus 450, Jordan Cairo plus 800, uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov will be flapping his wings at plus 950, and uh, Adrian Kempe at plus 1000. I don't even think I have to ask this, boys, but uh, who do you think? Who's your favorite? I don't know. It, it depends if uh, Kuznetsov can get some of those uh, PEDs that he likes to do out there in <laughs> Vegas. You know, you that, that, could be, that could be yeah. that could <laughs> up, up a bit. Um, I mean, yeah, McDavid's the favorite here. I wrote in my, you can check out the NHL All-Star Skills Preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast, uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. McDavid has has won it a few times. He's won it three times, was second to Matt, Matt Barzell last time. Uh, Chris Kreider has also participated last time. He was 0.3 seconds behind him. So maybe look at him at plus 950. Also, Dylan Larkin plus 550 would not be a bad look. He he did win it in 2016, even though we were trying to remember if there was some sort of a head start for that. But yeah, it's going to be McDavid plus 150 up here is I think is the bet. Yeah, I mean Kale McCarr, I, I I watch him every game, so he's fast, but it's more of a, an acceleration thing. I don't think he has the top end speed that McDavid has. So uh, yeah, for me it'd just be bet McDavid or nothing. Uh, I know these these. Games can get a little gimmicky. That's why it's plus one fifty. If he were actually really trying those for the Stanley Cup, he would be like minus three, four hundred, I believe. So uh 
Yeah, maybe the Chris Kreider thing. I like that one. Plus 950. Nice long shot. He's having a hell of a year. And uh, he's not too old yet, so he won't have lost a step. Um, yeah. Uh, McDavid or Kreider, if you want to get a little uh, little more juice on that. So McDavid, number one for sure. But if I had to pick a second, and you guys touched on it, give me fucking Evgeny Kuznetsov in <laughs> Vegas for a full week. This guy's going to be coked off his fucking gourd, yo. It's going to be nose beers, green light special for the fucking pesky Russian. He's going to be flying around that rink. He's going to be faster than a fucking speeding bullet, yo. Give me Kuznetsov, plus 950, fucking nose beard out like it's the end of the goddamn world. And if I had to make a third pick, uh, I'll fucking, I'll go with Kyle McCarr, man. Get speedy guy, like Joel said, good acceleration. If he can hold that up, that'd be fun. But yeah, fuck it. I'm probably going to throw money on Kuznetsov just for the shit of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, all right, fuck it. That's all we got for the All-Star, Brady. If something else comes up, look in the Slack channel. Maybe we'll throw some more shit in there. By all means, join that Slack group. Uh, boys, let's jump into some NHL midseason futures here. We got a, you know, we've been talking about maybe throwing this out here for a while. I think now's a great time to do it. Uh, Ryan, why don't you read us through our current odds and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, I figured here we'll kind of go division by division here. Start out with the Atlantic here. I mean, it's one of the, they have definitely probably the most best chance of winning the Stanley Cup. They have multiple contenders there. Uh, you got the Panthers at plus 140. You got the Maple Leafs at plus 200. You got the Lightning also at plus 200. And you got the Bruins at plus 2,500. I, f- I feel like that's going to be a long shot for them. But, I mean, this really could be a three-horse race. And if the Bruins start getting that goaltending, it could be a four-horse race. Yeah, if uh, the Panthers could play every game at home, it'd be like minus uh, 4,000 there, right? Um, but I do like the Panthers anyway, plus 140. Um they have a slight lead at the moment. Actually, they have a pretty well. It's the game difference, right? They they have they played forty seven games. Toronto played forty two, so they have a five game gap and an eight point lead. So Toronto technically could pass them if they won all the games in hand. So it's kind of even. Uh, yeah, there's the point. Yeah, point percentage is about even. Point seven three four for the Panthers. Point seven two six for Toronto. I don't think the 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 Lightning are in this. I think that they're 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 all about resting these guys for the playoffs. They're experienced veteran team. They know they don't have to bust their gourd, no pun intended, in order to beat these teams in the regular season. So, yeah, it's between the Panthers and the the Leafs at the moment. I think um, they both have some decent momentum at the moment too. Uh, I would I would go with the Panthers though. They're they're rolling now. They're they're scoring goals like never before. So. Yeah, plus 140, I think there's a bit of value in the Panthers, but uh, you know, not enough for me to bet them right now. Gentlemen, hockey's a funny sport. The hockey gods have a funny way of making things kind of happen, and uh, it, it, it's interesting how this plays out. Give me the fucking Leafs plus 200, and do you know why? Because it's going to be... Fan? No, 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 no. That's part of it, but no, 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 no. <laughs> It's going to be Toronto, Florida, Tampa, the top three, correct? Boston's picking up. I think they're a little bit behind. I don't think they're going to be able to fit that top three. But Boston is going to be in a wild card spot. The Toronto Maple Leafs are going to win this division for one fucking reason. So we can beat the goddamn Bruins in the fucking first round, finally. 
because that's how it's going to go. The hockey gods are going to make it happen. Leafs Boston, first round. Leafs Boston. Toronto's going to fucking win. You got to slay that dragon, baby. You got to slay the dragon to get the princess. The fucking dragon for this team is the Boston Bruins, and the goddamn princess is the Stanley Cup. This whole thing would mean nothing if the Leafs ever won a cup if they didn't go through fucking Boston. And it's going to happen this year, baby. Give me the Leafs plus 200 to win the Atlantic. You know what? I I don't hate the Bruins here at plus 2,500. I feel like at 25 to 1, they're the best team in expected goals for in the league overall this season. They're third since the uh, since Christmas, since the holiday break. They're 12-4-1 since the holiday break. They're kind of picking up steam. The I don't know if the Panthers' kind of record so far is sustainable, especially at home. They have to kind of come down there, but also they have to kind of get better on the road. The Leafs, Jack Campbell's been struggling. Peter Mrazek isn't really a great backup. He had his had his time in Carolina, but I mean, if you're looking for value here, you kind of have to go to the Bruins at 25 to one. They're not too far behind. They're they're 14 points back with four games in hand. I mean, there's 35 games to go. So at 25 to one, I feel like those odds will definitely come down for them. So if you want to get on the Bruins, I would say get on them now. All right, that wraps up, wraps up the Atlantic. What do we got in the Metropolitan here, bud? All right, much bottom. We got the uh, Hockey Gambling Podcast, Carolina Hurricanes, as a minus 155 favorite. You got the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins coming in hot at plus 275. And the Rangers at plus 450. And the Capitals down there at plus 1600. That's uh, that's a pretty one-sided race, man. I mean, how can you not take Carolina here? They're currently leading at 64 points. I guess tied with New York, but they got five games on hand in the Rangers. You know, it'd be nice to kind of sprinkle a little bit on a different team, Pittsburgh, New York, Washington, but uh, realistically, it's a waste of money. Carolina's going to run away with this. They already have. Yeah, I think so, too. They're uh, dominating these teams. Um they are excellent in the divisional games, and the Rangers. I think they're uh, they're a bit fraudulent. You know, Shosturkin's the real deal, but they get played like almost every freaking game, even against teams that are well below them in the standings. So uh, I, I don't think that they win the division. They can't keep that up. Um, and the Penguins, uh, they're probably the biggest threat to them. Uh, they've been playing some great hockey lately. Uh, I've actually put a little bit down on them to win the cup at. Uh, 21 last week. Uh, those odds have come down around 15 to 1 now. They were at 25 to 1 at win bet, which unfortunately us Canadians can't use. But uh, I'll take 20 to 1 there. Uh, but for the regular season, I think the, the Canes are the, the best team in this division. And uh, yeah, only only uh, 11 losses. So they're doing things the right way. Um, and it's hard to see any of these teams overtaking them. Washington's kind of fallen back. Uh, so, yeah, it's really just the Rangers or Pittsburgh. And I, I'm pretty sure the Rangers are going to fall off. And the Penguins there, like Tampa, I said earlier, they're they're more uh, geared for the postseason. So uh, the Canes, they got some momentum. They're always picking themselves up. They won four in a row. So, yeah, all over Carolina here. At minus 155, maybe not worth betting. But uh, honestly, I would I would say it's more like minus two hundred. So if if you if you want to bet the Canes, I would definitely not object to it. Yeah, I think the Canes here at minus one fifty five are probably a great bet. I mean, they're they're leading the division with sixty four points. 
The Rangers are tied with them. Pittsburgh's behind by two points. Washington's behind by five. But Carolina has five games in hand on the Rangers and Capitals and four games in hand on on the Penguins. And like the Hurricanes are just like a really solid team. They don't have really many superstars. I mean, Sebastian Ahel's really good. Sebastian Kyle's really good. But it's just like a solid team there. They're good at home. They're good on the road. They're just been incredible this season. They're 31-9-2. I mean, minus 155. I feel like they should be not quite where the abs are. We're talking about them next, but like, like Joel said, minus 200, something like that. I feel like the, the, the penguins are kind of their, their biggest threat there. They, they're getting healthy again. They got Malcolm back. They have Crosby. Evan Rodriguez is playing really well. Somehow like Brian rust, Jason Zucker there, Jeff Carter. I mean, they got embarrassment of riches kind of in their top six, but I think the hurricanes, they have such a big lead right now that minus 155 would be a good price for them. Of course, we shouldn't be saying this, though, because we already said this at the beginning of the season that plus 450, we all picked the Canes to win division. So this is just a confirmation that we are right to begin with. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We got, we got some new listeners here. Minus 155 is still a great price right now. I feel like it's I feel like think about it more and talk about it more. It just should it should be closer to at least minus 200, if not more. It, it's not like it's not the greatest odds but it's still essentially free money right like fuck if you throw down you know 200 bucks walk away with you know a free couple hundred bucks or something like that right so there you go uh that purpose- if, you, if you uh if you shop around here i'm seeing you can get them at minus 115 on uh what bet mgm which is kind of crazy and also minus 110 on wind creek if, if that's available in, in your state the hell is a wind creek so, <laughs> i was gonna say i used to piss in wind creek when i was young <laughs> it's in pa I, I've, I've played on it before but yeah i mean my, if you can get a minus 115 or something like that on your book i would definitely take that <laughs> All right, well, that pretty much covers the Metro here, boys. Uh, we'll jump into the Central here, Ryan. Yeah, Central, I mentioned it before. We got the uh, Avs, huge favorites there, minus 500. The Wild are kind of their only competition there, plus 600. And you have the Blues, plus 1,100, and, and the Stars, plus 2,200. Just kind of threw them in there, just in case they make a run. But, yeah, I mean, I'll throw it over to you, Joel. They're, it's your team. What do you think about them? Yeah, it's, this is like the Canes, you know, nothing less than what we expected. Uh, they got the best point percentage in the league. Uh, a slow start to the season, so uh, there was value to be had betting the division early on. But, of course, bookies know that too, so there's there was never any really good value on them. But, uh, of course, it's a lot better than what it is now at minus 500. So if the bookies know who's going to win. We know who's going to win. Um, the other teams... I think that the the Predators are, are still a little bit overperforming. Minnesota's kind of fallen off a bit. They had a great start. Uh, there was some value on them at one point, or perceived value to win the division when they they were they were leading for a while there, uh, and they were still like plus three, four hundred. But that's because the bookies know the abs are coming, and they they sure did. And they're, now they're dominating. They were they're supposed to be. So yeah, it's it's hard to. Uh, Hard to find anything here. Uh, this this division is the top, uh, yeah, the top four pretty much set. So it's all about the the uh, the wild card spots in the West. But as as for the division winner, you know, it's if you got the funds, just lay the minus five hundred because I don't see them losing. Best point percentage in the, in the league, as I said, and uh, a dominant home record. I think they've only lost two games since the end of October at home in regulation. So, or 
one game in regulation because he lost the Coyotes in overtime or the, the shootout there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why I'm talking about that. <laughs> getting, getting bad memories. Um, the scars cut deep, baby. Yeah, man. Okay, I'll pass it over to you. I got nothing more to say. Yeah, when uh, I want to bet Colorado minus 500, but I mean, if a team can't beat Arizona, what the fuck can you do, right? No, that that's the play. There's no point of even betting anything else here, man. Like Colorado minus 500. I didn't. There's no even point of betting that. Truth be told, like it's the Central's kind of a wash right now. Yeah, I was checking Wind Creek here to see if the Avs were a little lower on there, but you can't. Funny what? I mean, Fandle has minus 450, but like I, I don't hate the Wild here. You can get them up to plus 900 at uh, Unibet, Bet Rivers, some some other books there. FanDuel apparently has the Blues at plus 2,000, which isn't horrible, but I mean, their expected goals for this season is they're the third worst, only better than the Sabres and Canadians, so they're definitely, I think, going to fall off, but the Wild, they're, I don't know, they're kind of like the Hurricanes to me. They're, they're a good team there. They got, got Kaprizov, they got fucking Jordan Greenway doing well for them, they got Ryan Hartman scoring goals. I feel like if they made a, make a move at the deadline, and if like McKinnon's injury is longer than just a little bit, and the Avs have to go cold sometime, I would I would think... So maybe the wild there, if you can get them close to plus 900. But yeah, it's it's really all abs here in the central division. You know what? If your book lets you parlay two division winners, then what you do is you parlay the abs with the canes. Um, as long as you don't have uh, access to Wind Creek or whatever. <laughs> and uh, that'll that'll get a little juicier odds on the canes, at least. Um, yeah, that's one way to bypass uh you know, if you don't have all these extra books you can <laughs> lean on. Um, but yeah, it, it's nothing but Colorado here. There, there's nothing more to say. That's the ultimate degenerate move. Just fucking parlay in, what is it, midseason futures on division winners <laughs> in Colorado and Carolina. I love it, baby. That's the content you get at the Hockey Gambling Podcast. <laughs> if you parlay it at, at the odds we said, Minus five hundred and minus one fifty five, it's only minus one hundred three. So at that point, <laughs> just bet, just bet the Hurricanes, really. Oh, no, that's end. great. That's yeah, minus one hundred three because the Avs are going to win it. I was like hundred yeah. percent chance. That's a lot. Hey, just get yeah. Wind Creek then. You can get minus one hundred three. Harley have to move to fucking Pennsylvania. Hey, hey. I like Philly cheesesteaks. I'll fuck with that. Let's go. Cool. Um, We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Okay, that covers the Central, boys. Ryan, what do we got in the Pacific here? All right, we got the Pacific. We got uh, Talon's favorite Vegas Golden Knights at minus Ooh. 115. We got the Calgary Flames right there at plus 200. Edmonton at plus 700. And the Kings at plus 1500. Yeah, I mean, I, I said at our Christmas show when we kind of uh, 
looked at the futures here that Vegas was a good bet at minus 115. I'm looking now. They are plus 100 on Wind Creek and FanDuel, so it's even <laughs> better. I mean, the Knights, they're, they've had injuries throughout their lineup. They've had Stone out. They've had Pacioretty out. They've had Martinez out. They've had a bunch of different guys out. Fucking Nolan Patrick is playing first-line center their, their last game, so... It's really all them and kind of there in the division. Calgary's right there with them. Point percentage, uh, Vegas is 0.620, and Calgary's 6.19. So maybe kind of float something there on Calgary if, if you if you like that. But I feel like the Golden Knights, they're only going to get better. I mean, they haven't really played well at home yet. They're 14-10-2. That has kind of has to improve. And they're solid on the road at 13-6-1. So I'm still on the Vegas train here. One thing that's in Calgary's favor, though, is that they played their, all their games are done on the East. They don't have to play any more East Conference games away from Calgary, which is a huge advantage because there's half a season left. Uh, but uh, the the odds were, were more favorable for them uh, about a week ago. I think Vegas was all the way up to minus 150 or higher, and Calgary was 3-1. to one. Now they're down to 2-1 to one here. Uh, um so I I was I came in here thinking that might be uh, some value in the Flames, but at two to one, it's not so much. I'm going to stick with uh, the Knights bet we gave out last time. We discussed these futures, and at minus one fifteen, I still think that's worth betting. Uh, yeah, like you said, there's uh, they're going to get it healthy now. Um, even if the Flames have all these home games, they're they're not the best home team this year for some reason. They tend to play a lot harder away from home. Not sure why that is exactly, but yeah, there might be some regression there. But anyway, yeah, the Knights here minus one fifteen, I think, is the 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 best bet of the current odds. Um, yeah, we're not seeing the Oilers overtaking them, nor the Kings. So it's it's between the Knights and the Flames at this point, and I'm 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 fine doubling down at the Knights here at a short price of minus one fifteen. Boys, do you think I'm taking Vegas? <laughs> Not a fucking chance. You know who I love in this spot? And you just said we're not taking him, but I'm fucking taking him. Especially for the money. Give me the fucking Kings, man. A plus 1,500 here to win the division. I know that they're, you know, they got one game up on Vegas. They got, looks like, five games up on, you know, Edmonton, Calgary, whatever. They're two points off the lead here. This team's been turning heads, dude. And they've been playing well. Most importantly, they've been getting the goaltending from Cal Peterson and Jonathan Quick. Throw those two together. They've been playing pretty strong. They have the offensive firepower. Uh, a couple of former Leafs with Grundstrom and uh, Trevor Moore. Gotta love it. I think this team, you know, for the plus 1,500 that they're laying here to win the division, I don't see why they can't do it, man. If they keep playing hot, a lot of it does depend on Calgary and Edmonton slowing down a bit. Uh, Vegas with Jack Eichel back. Realistically, yeah, they should win the fucking division here. But hockey's funny sport, man. Talked about it earlier. The hockey gods work in mysterious ways. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's LA's year to kind of take that Pacific division, you know? I uh, For the plus 1,500, I, I think I might sprinkle that just a little bit. Even if I just throw 50 bucks down, 100 bucks down. Uh, I, I don't hate that play, man. Yeah, I guess that's not that bad. Looking kind of at the numbers this season, they have the second best expected goals for, only behind Calgary. So, like, that's not a bad look at, at those odds. Looking at at the standings, they're kind of right there. If if you are so anti Vegas, and I'm glad you mentioned him because I completely forgot about Jack Eichel there. He's going to be coming back soon, hopefully. He'll be another piece for them. Uh, 
and yeah, Calgary is making up a lot of their games from their COVID cancellations uh, in the coming weeks. They have a seven-game homestand, February 9th to 21st. So maybe if you're looking to bet Vegas, let Calgary have that homestand. Let them kind of get feeling good about themselves. Maybe see if their odds come down and Vegas's odds go up. But yeah, I don't I don't hate the Kings play at a, at a small play at plus one, plus 1,500. All right, boys. We'll move down here a little bit. Uh, we got some teams on the bubble, you know, the odds to actually make the playoffs here. And it's a simple yes or no question. Uh, I'll run us through for the Ducks currently in fifth position in the Pacific uh, to make the pay- playoffs, you know, plus 160 to not make the playoffs, minus 190 here. Uh, it looks like for Anaheim, probably most likely a wild card spot if it was to happen. Although they go on a heater and Calgary and Edmonton kind of keep playing like shit. Obviously uh, those two game teams have a couple games in hand on Anaheim. They both have six games on hand. I don't know. What do you guys think? Ducks making the playoffs? Yes or no? I think so. I mean, they're they're a good young team. They have they have the veterans there too. They have they have the Getzlaff. They have the Zegers. They have Drysdale. They have John Gibson playing well enough. They have Stolarz playing well enough behind him. I mean, but looking at the Pacific Pacific Division here, they got a lot of teams there. Uh, seven of the eight teams are at 500 or better point percentage. I mean, only only the Kraken are at a uh, 370. Vancouver's barely at 500. But yeah, there's gonna be. We could see a lot of teams from this division make the playoffs, and I think the Ducks should be one of them at, at plus one sixty. I, I kind of don't hate those odds. Yeah, it's a very strong disrespect considering the Kings are they just have a game on hand and the Ducks and they're at minus one twenty five. So I think that there is a little bit of value there on the Ducks. I don't think they're that far apart. I mean, I think the Kings are the better team, but John Gibson he's had a bounce back year. Um they got the young guys coming up, of course. Zegers been awesome. Troy Terry's fine at scoring touch. He's great. So, uh, yeah, plus 160 there are the Ducks is, is pretty damn solid. I, I sure as shit bet that before I bet the Kings at minus 125. Even though I like the Kings better as a better uh, a better team, minus 125 is just uh, it's a bit of a reach there when you can get the Ducks plus 160. Yeah, you hit the, uh, you hit the nail right on the head again there, buddy. Uh, moving down, like you said, the Kings minus 125 to make the playoffs uh, and plus 105 to not make the playoffs. I don't know. I kind of see them in. Yeah, you're looking at the Kings. I mean, Talon just talked about them to to win the division. That I said they're the second best expected goals for team this season. I mean, minus 125. I mean, Joel said the Ducks are better at plus 160, but the Kings, they're they're a good team. I, they even they had some injuries there. They're still kind of fighting through those. I, I could see the Ducks and kind of Kings both making it, so I, I don't mind the Kings here at minus 125. Yeah, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but uh, the odds are pretty tight there. Uh, I don't think there's value betting them. Um, yeah, it's that's bang on, I think, the Kings at minus 125. That's, what, like a 54%, 55% probability. So that that's, that's about what it is. Maybe I, I gave up a slight lean to that, but... Uh, yeah, no, no, no strong feeling there. I wish they would give us a better number because the Kings are coming together. They've been playing some awesome hockey since the Christmas break, and uh, yeah, I guess the bookie is smart after all if they're only giving us uh, minus one twenty-five. All right, moving down to the Dallas Stars here, currently sitting at fifth in the Central, paying off plus one hundred five to uh, make the playoffs, minus one twenty-five to not make the playoffs. Uh, Guys, I don't see it happening for the Stars this year. They currently played 43 games. They're sitting at 48 points. 
It's not that great with Central when you do have, you know, strong teams like Colorado, Nashville, Minnesota, St. Louis, uh, even the wild card spot. You know, obviously in the Pacific, you're going to have Vegas, L.A., and then for wild card, you know, maybe Anaheim, Calgary, Edmonton. I think it's a little bit too little too late here for uh, for the folks in Dallas. Yeah, I've been trying to like think of what I, what I make of the Dallas Stars recently because they've been I better them and then they got blown out. Then I didn't better them and they, and they kind of kind of kind of came through and then they they folded against the Flames the other night. Like I, I'm kind of shocked that these odds are just the exact opposite of the Kings because the Central's a lot a lot harder division there. The Kings are a much better team, so Stars not make the playoffs minus one twenty five. They're not in a playoff spot right now. The teams ahead of them are better and have at least one game in hand. So I would definitely know here at minus 125. I'd probably even take that up to like minus 150 maybe. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Again, this is a, this is going to be a big big fight to the end here for the Stars. They got to improve the road game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, their home away splits are pretty drastic, winning 15-7 at home and losing – Eight and thirteen away from home. That's got a change for them to have a hope to win the or get in the playoffs here. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I lean to the no as well. Though, yeah, again, this one is very tight. Uh, this will come down to the wire between them and the likes of uh, Edmonton and maybe even the Sharks if they continue to or perform. Uh, yeah, I. I 50-50, so whatever. Take the plus 105. <laughs> oh, no, it's minus 125 to the no. Okay. No. No, no bet. No bet. It no passed. Oh, pass. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's your one pass per show. What do you expect the Joel Myers special? Moving down, we got the Edmonton Oilers. They're currently sitting up fourth in the Pacific. Uh, for them to make the playoffs, minus 220. For them to miss, plus 180. Boys, some men just want to watch the world burn, eh? And I think in this instance, I might be some men. Like, this team has to make the playoffs for fucking Connor McDavid's sake. This guy is going to lose his fucking mind if he doesn't make the goddamn playoffs this year. And obviously, so will the folks in Edmonton. But I kind of don't see it happening. Like, they're going to go out to go on a run. They got to beat, you know, probably either Anaheim or L.A., which is possible. Both those teams do have potential to drop off. Edmonton could be good. I just don't think that they have the goaltending depth to do it. Koskinen's playing well now. Can he play well the rest of the season after the struggles we saw? I'm not convinced, man. I don't think the Oilers are going to make the fucking playoffs this year. Yeah, I was looking at these odds. And it's it's kind of confusing. They're such a heavy favorite at minus 220 to make it, I guess. They've won a few games in a row now. That maybe they're coming back into the odds maker's eyes here, but... Plus 180 to miss the playoffs here. They're out of a playoff spot right now. I mean, they're the teams like like I said about the, about the start. The teams ahead of them are, are better than them. They have as many games played. Like, who's going to drop out of the playoffs here? I mean, the, you got the Blues, you got the Flames, you got the Golden Knights, you got you got the Kings, you got the Ducks. I mean, I guess you could see one of the the Kings or Ducks possibly falling off. Maybe maybe the Blues, but I don't see Edmonton surpassing any of them unless they kind of make a big move at the deadline. And they're probably hoping that Evander Kane is that move. And that's just not going to be enough for them. Right. Yeah. We're all agreeing again here. I, I, I like the value here at plus one eighty for them to miss the playoffs. Um, they're a very streaky team. Of course, we saw them dominate early on in the season and just totally fall apart. 
Uh, Mika Koskin has been playing better in net there. So uh, Mike Smith is healthy, right? Or or is he still injured? He's old. He's just old. Okay. <laughs> I know Mika Koskin has been playing the last few games, so that's why I'm asking. I thought that – anyway, if, if Smith is uh, injured, he comes back, they're going to give the net to him, in which case they're going to miss the playoffs because he sucks because he's old. Um, so yeah, I'll take them to miss the playoffs. You got to pick one of these teams to miss the playoffs. And I think the Oilers are that team, especially if you give me long odds, like plus 180. Uh, that would just, uh, create a hell of an off season. I would love to see it. Maybe I'm just, uh, like you said, doing it to watch the world burn because the Canadian media will be all over this shit. Uh, we might even get more Oilers chatter than Leafs in the offseason if the Oilers <laughs> miss the playoffs. <laughs> Not a chance, but I can dream. Um, yeah, plus 180 I think is is, is too long there. I, I, I like that that number. Uh, yeah, I can easily see them falling apart in the latter half of the season, especially with Evander Kane here. Once he wears off his welcome, you know, uh, wears <laughs> on his teammates, <laughs> that uh, chemistry can fracture and, uh, yeah. The goaltending doesn't keep up, and they fall apart. Yeah, Dave, Dave Tippett said on uh, Tuesday that Mike Smith should be back for the All Star break. So yeah, even more reason to bet the no at plus one. Right. On a side note, Mike Smith's old ass is definitely someone that has taken a piss in Wind Creek. <laughs> 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 All right, uh-huh. that uh, that pretty much covers a bit of the West here, uh, gentlemen. The Eastern Conference playoff picture is much different. Is it safe to say that, you know, the playoff teams have already been set? It's just a matter of who's going to be playing who in the order here or what? I mean, looking at it, it's like Boston has Boston and Washington have the wild card spots. Uh, Boston's 640, Washington 628 point percentage. Then you got the Red Wings at 489, the Islanders at 487. I mean, I guess the Islanders are the one team that have that experience. It could make a run, but... They have not been impressive recently. They just lost to Seattle right at home. They got they got shut out, I think, like 3 nothing or something. So they're the only really chance they have. They're plus 600 to make the playoffs. I don't think that's even good enough odds for them. I mean, it just seems like it's a matter of figuring out who's going to be playing who. Yeah, rest in peace, my Islanders. They, uh, they did me well last season, but this year not so much. Um. Yeah, the, the the East is set. There, there's no question that the the teams in the the top four teams in each division are going to make the playoffs, unless Washington has the calamitous collapse. I don't see any other team that could that could uh, collapse like that. So, yeah, that's the only way. And plus six hundred, I don't think that that's worth betting on because uh, it's very unlikely that they overtake the Capitals. So, yeah, rest in peace, my poor Islanders. We'll see you next year. Yeah, you know what? It was they got off to a tough start, right? And fuck, what did they have? Like a 14, 15 game road streak to, or like yeah, road streak to start the entire season just because their arena wasn't created yet, like or finished being built. That that's tough, man. You can't fault that on the team themselves. And when you go down that early, it's just hard to kind of get things going, get the wheels turning. So you can't slouch the Islanders. You know, they're a fine organization. They got fine players, great coaching, great goaltending. I'm sure they'll be fine. Call this season a wash and bounce back next year. But hey, take the high draft pick, right? And they lost the uh, top two defensemen, too, in uh, Pulock. So mm-hmm. that didn't help. Yeah. No, a bit of a wash. But yeah, it, uh, 
The Eastern uh, playoff picture is pretty much set. Uh, like he said, Tampa, Florida, Carolina, Toronto, Pittsburgh, Boston, New York, and Washington. So we should get some good matchups no matter who plays who here, man. Uh, any team can win any of those matches for sure. The East is loaded. For the longest time, it was the West. Eh? You know, yeah, the California teams were firing in all cylinders. You know, Chicago, all those other teams were fantastic. The East was a little bit of an afterthought, you know, but uh, the tides are starting to turn a bit here in the NHL. Yeah, I, I was trying to find odds on like which conference would win the cup. I mean, I guess the East would probably have much better odds than Hurricanes, Panthers, Lightning, Leafs. But I mean, West has probably the two of the biggest favorites in the Avalanche and and the uh, Golden Knights. So it, it could be not too horrible odds there. I well, love that a- actually because I'm not confident that the ads going to the Stanley Cup given how they've choked a few times now in the playoffs. So. <laughs> Yeah, you'll get better odds for sure when uh, the Eastern champion plays the Western champion because uh, there's a good chance that the Avs, they choke again in the second round. So, yeah, that that that's a good look there. The real question, what's the line on fucking Nazem Kadri getting suspended for a fourth time in a row in the playoffs? Probably about the same as the Avs to win the division. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's out of here. No way. He'll be fine. I love that guy. Um all right, boys, we have our uh, our Stanley Cup draft that we did a couple was probably a couple of weeks ago now, eh? maybe a month ago or so. We got our current odds of where we stand here. Uh, Jolie, why don't you take us through this one? But yeah, so uh, what do we got here? Uh, Ryan, he's got I just shed on my own team there at the Avs, maybe not make it past the second <laughs> round, but he does have the best pick there with the Avalanche. Um, he's also got the Panthers, the Wild, the Oilers the Flames, and the Blues. So I think that's a really solid lineup. The only one that I don't like is the Oilers. Mm-hmm. Um, Talon, he's got the Leafs, of course, and then the Lightning, Boston, the Capitals, Ducks, Predators. Caps and Ducks, no, but the rest of them are pretty damn good. For myself, I got the Canes, the Knights, the Rangers, the Penguins, Stars, and Jets. I hate my bottom two there. That was a bad pick. I should have taken the <laughs> Predators, but I didn't believe in them, so... My bad, uh, but I like I like the first four I got there. Uh, even the Rangers, because Sturkin can win a series on his own. Yeah, it's a goaltending so important in the playoffs, right? And New York is stacked between Sturkin and Gorgiev, so they, uh, hey, they have just as good of a chance as anybody, eh? Yeah, I think we're all kind of we all kind of got two teams there that, that are looking good. I got the Avs and Panthers. Talon's got the Leafs and Lightning. Joel's got the Hurricanes and Golden Knights there. And we kind of each have a few long shots there that, you know, could go on a run, could goaltending, could go on a run there. You never know what happens in the playoffs. At least most of them are actual playoff teams. That's a good start, <laughs> especially considering we did it a couple of weeks ago and you never know, right? But not bad. As far as on drafted teams on the board here, you know, LA Kings sitting at plus 5,000 uh, and the Islanders at, you know, plus 10,000. Obviously, Islanders probably not in play anymore, but uh Maybe one of us will be kicking ourselves in the ass for not taking uh, not taking the Kings here, gentlemen. Who knows? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and if so, I did suggest at first an eight-round uh, draft here. But we if gonna the do Kings draft win, I'll be, I'll be proven right. Oh, come on. 2014s, you got to, you know, cover the whole cover the whole net. Wide net, you know. Catch all the fish. <laughs> All right, boys. With that, uh, I think that pretty much covers it here, gentlemen. Anything else you guys want to add in here or what? 
No, I feel like we we had got a good show here. We weren't sure what we we're gonna kind of do coming into it. We got got a good Olympic preview. We got some midseason futures here. Those were odds that I mean, there's the Kings to make the playoffs, the Oilers to not make the playoffs. Those were odds I did not expect at all. So I think those are some good bets there. Got some good info here. One more thing: Do you guys bet a lot of futures, like regular season futures, or what? I bet. Uh, a decent amount before the season um, when my unit size was smaller, so I don't have as much on that, but I am planning on betting some over the All-Star break. Okay. I do, I do a lot of football, more so than hockey, but after running through this little show here, guys, there's a couple of things that I do like, so I might throw that in. Well, I invest a lot in futures, and right now I'm sweating the shit out of my under 79.5 for the Detroit Red Wings points. <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggest bet of the preseason, and uh, they're right around the – they're slightly over that projected. So hopefully they have points. a really – Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, under 79.5, and what are they in now? They're, they're basically around 500, right? So they need to – Drop a few more games in the second half of the season. I should be good, but still, that that that's going to be a sweat going at the end of the season for me. I'm looking at mine now. I I have the wings under 77 and a half, so that's probably even more even more of a sweat than you are. But I I definitely have a loss. I definitely have a lot less on that than you do. <laughs> hey, they could start, you know, unofficially mailing it in a bit to try to go for a draft pick, right? You never know yeah, here. Stevie Y smoke yeah. that bong. Uh, yeah, baby. Bong and those, <laughs> those uh, and Maurice Sider and uh and Raymond should kind of hit that rookie wall. They're not used to playing 82 games, so they should kind of. I think I said that every podcast now. Just, just <laughs> if I speak it into truth, guys, you know, the guys manifesting it. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll get into some some, uh, some player futures next show. Get, get into some Calder updates, get some oh, yeah, trophies, stuff like that. Awards. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Yeah. yeah we'll, next time we got we'll to that in for sure. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, that pretty much covers here, guys. Uh, I think we always say in these things, go check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be when it comes to picks for, you know, fucking hockey, basketball, college hoops, football, curling, Olympic bets. Check out uh, Joel's fucking awesome uh, Olympic preview for the men's side here. I haven't read it yet. I'm going to read it after this show. You should read it too with me. We'll talk about it in the Slack group. <laughs> um, yeah, man. And uh, of course, guys, shout out to everybody in the fucking Slack group. The Slack group's absolutely fantastic, especially the Hockey Network. We have a lot of fun, man. It, it, it's fucking fan- like It's incredible to see everybody going on in there. And we see a lot of new faces over the past couple of weeks, which is just as cool. Uh, join the fucking Slack channel. As always, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the fucking slack channel yeah it, it truly has kind of been great to see the slack ho- slack hockey channel grow there because like last season it was like me and joel and there and a few other guys would occasionally kind of pop in but now we got we got uh one sharp shock right in his own stuff we got go bearcats in there we got a bunch of cat bunch of new faces in there kind of talking it up talking bets together throwing throwing out live bets i think we, we both hit the, the crack in on a wednesday night before the all-star break there was a lot of good stuff going on in there it, it, and it's just great to see as I said at the top of the show, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. That's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. And our giveaway, I haven't ran it by these guys yet. I'm sure they'll be fine with it. Um, leave a review. Leave a five-star five star rating. We'll pick a random review this month to give away a custom player shirt, jersey of your choice. 
if we get enough reviews, I'll uh, discuss the number with these guys. We'll give a give away a uh, custom jersey of your choice. So make sure you get those rever- reviews in. Sounds sexy, baby. I love it. That's fucking cool. <laughs> All right, guys. My name is Talon. What's my name? Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. You can also find me betting Japan women's Olympic team to win the bronze fucking medal. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, and you can find me looking up a VPN so I can open an account at Shit's Creek or whatever <laughs> kind of book you got running over there. <laughs> All right, <tea. laughs>